What up, guys? We are live. It is Wednesday, and we got two cool dudes that are going to tell us all about the licensing space. What? Licensing? Licensing. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Bros. What up, hey. fellas? Hey, I want to say, uh, you know, welcome to the program. James usually runs some super cool intros, so I'm going to do things a little bit different since I'm on my own today. Um, I'm going to play a game with you guys. Let's do oh, it. Cool? Yeah. So, here, here we go. Let me just uh, run. Wait, did you just say that you did? Well, they say that he did. No, I said I didn't. Because you did. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yes, I right. did. Have you ever... All right, so I'm gonna read off a couple things here. So you guys hold up two hands, right? Actually, no, we'll do we'll do one of these. We'll do these. Okay. Hold up five fingers, and I'm gonna read off some stuff. If you've done it, we're gonna drop a finger. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Oh snap! <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, have you had multiple breakdowns in one week? Always. Oh, <laughs> oh, Brennan. All right, right. You break down more than me, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So Brandon breaks people down. All right, here we go. Next one. Um, you've uh, you worked multiple jobs to support your lifestyle. Currently, not a. In the so. past, in the past, you've never in the had past, that? for sure. In all right, drop past. a finger. In the past, in all right, past. all right. So we're four, four apiece, right? So that's two. Let's go with another another couple here. Uh, downloaded an app to get a sugar daddy or a sugar mama. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There we got it. We got another one. Let's go. Let's go with another one. All right. You walked away from an opportunity because you knew it wasn't for you. Boom. Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. One more. One more. Let's see. We're gonna. We got pretty good oh, time. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. No, all right. Ever had to decide to buy groceries or buy a bottle of wine or beer instead? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, right. you know that's a good way to go. That's a, that's a good right. way to start. Hey, you know what, dude? Sometimes when you're in business, you never know. You like you had a stressful day, and you're like, "Do I eat or do I drink my food? Like, which one am I gonna do today?" Yeah, Brent, you had a, a couple a couple breakdowns. Tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial struggles, there, buddy. You got it, man. Um, um, the the quick version is. I started as a freelancer doing wedding videos. I hated them. Weddings are the worst, you know. And then I, <laughs> literally, like, I tried every other business. And wait, I, wait, not the wedding itself, just the servicing side, right? That which, that's yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, I just just brides can be mean. <laughs> Honestly, dude, it's the moms that that that's the real problem. Momzilla. I've had some like like I had I I got threatened to be sued because it was cold when she did her like bridal session. I'm like, why are you getting married in December? They tried to sue like me because it was cold outside. <laughs> that deserves a breakdown, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it just weird, man. So, so I started as a, as, as a kind of a freelancer. I met Nick who taught me how to run paid ads. Um, and so I used that to book myself more jobs, got too busy, hired out contractors, got to the point where I was like, I don't even have to go film anymore. F finally, you know? So I, I literally would just subcontract and figure out how to train them, whatever, whatever. And then pretty much Nick came 
back on two years later, he's like, oh, you're not doing too bad as a partner and um, helped us fix some things because we had like scheduling issues. When you have 50 contractors and you pick a wedding, how, how, how do you pick who gets the wedding? How, oh, how do you coordinate 50 people's schedules and that kind of thing? And and plus there wasn't a lot of margins because our deal is usually, you know, we, we're like 1500 for both a photographer and a videographer. And I got to pay both of them to go. And there's not a lot of like money left at the end of the day. And so as we scaled in our operations grew, man, we were, we never had any money. And, oh, and dude, I, dealing with employees, dealing with subcontractors, dealing with clients. Yeah. Those are mental breakdowns in the process. I'm surprised you lasted as long as you did. <laughs> I didn't, but yeah, dude, it was hard. And, and, uh, you know, we, like, like f- finally for us, when we made a pivot to licensing, you know, we figured out we've got this beautiful system. We know how to like run Facebook ads. You know, if I run $70 in ads, I can always book a $1,500 job. And Nick came to me and said, that's something special, man. Like that's like, that's replicatable. And what if we could have other entrepreneurs basically buy the rights to use the system you made? And so together we kind of like created this licensing system where we would start to let other entrepreneurs who live in, you know, California, Kentucky, whatever, buy the rights to run a total media business in their backyard. And then we would help them basically get set up and, and they actually started making a lot of money. And so the first few months, nobody wanted to buy it. And then the last two months, once people actually started making money, all their uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters came and bought them. And we, we sold out of the U S territory. All right. We're going to, we're going to hit the pause button. Cause I want to know more about like, what it. it is you do, but I want to know how Nick came into the picture from his perspective, bro. All right. Dude. So Brennan's over here dealing with bridezilla and you know mom who wants to make sure that her daughter's wedding is absolutely perfect and and remembered you come into the picture and you're like you're going crazy bro like let me help you what was what was what was that perspective well as brendan puts it man i was i was the only adult that he needed to add to the business because there was just a bunch of college kids just doing their thing you know and so it was actually about about 18 months ago i i, I just ringed him and i said you know I, I don't even know what prompted it brendan do you remember yeah, we, we need we need your help to build a software, and we didn't know how to do it. That's right. Okay, so yeah, I think you were talking about so- software solutions. Like, dude, I got your back. Let me hook you up. I've done that a dozen times or so. So we get hooked up, and I call him out because I mean we've been talking, we've been friends for a couple of years at that point, and you know, so I came in, I started helping with the software solutions, and we we eventually, I think it took us about three months, three and a half months to maybe do a to roll out a proprietary. What for us, it's a probably one of the cornerstones of the business that helps with all of the contractors that we, we hire and help deliver jobs to them. So for example, in government, you know, they typically hire contractors and it's a blind bid. And so it, we, we kind of took the same approach. It was like, okay, we just booked a bride for uh, August 1st and uh, they're getting married. It's four hours and you have to shoot it and you don't have to edit it. Well, we, in the software, we, we push it out to, uh, you know, 40, 40 of these Utah photographers and they say, I'm going to bid 480. I'm going to bid 280. I'm going to bid 325. And we have just a little algorithm. So I got involved on the technology side and then uh, really, you know, we, we, we kind of had this, this breaking point, right? So, you know, it was last September and I, I come to Brennan, I call him up and I'm like, Brennan, I'm like so frustrated we would do like $60,000 a month, $80,000 a month, $100,000 a month. Every month, it was like no money. No money at the end of the day. Now, I was 
Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're talking about being an entrepreneur here. So there's a lot of entrepreneurs who have this very similar problem here. You know, you ask people, hey, how's your business doing? Oh, dude, it's awesome. Last month we banked, you know, we, we made a hundred grand in revenue. Grand. Cool. Yeah. You know, how much do you make here? Dude, my company makes $2 million a year. Dude, that's awesome. How much did you keep? Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Right. Let's yeah. not talk about the net. Then that's a whole different ballgame. That's uh, we don't, we don't talk net here. Right. But that's a big issue. It was a huge issue. And so, you know, and I was working just for equity. I was vesting in the company. I was like, dude, I love the company. I think it's going to go somewhere. We're going to sell this company someday. Let's go, go, go. And I got frustrated after six months. I was just like, we keep making lots of money. We keep, keep nothing. And, and, uh, so I basically had this, I had a breakdown. I, I come to Brennan and I'm like, okay, dude, I, um, I love you and I'm out of the business. <laughs> and he's like, wait, wait, wait. It's like, and, and basically I came with an ultimatum saying I'm in or I'm out. If I'm in, we need to pivot hard. We're going to expand the business via a licensing opportunity by letting other people do the heavy lifting and give them a proven system. Everyone wants a, a sexy proven system. So we give that to them instead of us manually going out and, and opening all these territories. And we need a clean house. What does that mean? We had to start slashing. I'm, I'm tired of leeches, all, all the salaries and all the crazy expenses. Kill the office. I love the office. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. And we can all work from home. Mm. And, you know, back then, I mean, literally every dollar was getting drained every month. And now, you know, if, if you fast forward, what, less than a year, nine months later, yeah. I think we're spending maybe 3000 bucks a month to, to run uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, a million dollar company. And there's no reason why you need all those crazy expenses. And so well, that's kind of how I got involved. Yeah. The key performance base, you know, it's like, it's like, th th that's what he helped me do is, is people actually make more money when they're not attached to W2 and, mm -hmm. and, uh, or, or just even hourly pay. You know, we would have people who, when you pay them 20 bucks an hour, you're like, Oh, I'm going to get a really good employee for 20 bucks an hour. And, we found that we found, you know, there are people who are really good at sitting in a chair for eight hours a week and not doing anything. And they still get their 20 bucks an hour regardless. And so that was Nick's whole thing is Nick said, Brennan, we need to shift everyone to performance based in the company. And I said, my manager currently makes 400 bucks a week. I don't know if she's going to make that much. Well, now she makes 2,200 bucks a week because mm -hmm. she's incentivized to work harder. She works, you know, as a team member with the sales team to make sure that process is smooth because she makes money if they sell. So Switching our whole business to performance base, including ourselves, was huge. So it's kind of I, scary too. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been uh, reading a book recently because uh, part of my five AM club, we read a book. You know, we pick a book, we read it, we read it. Anyways, uh, I've been it. reading uh, the Pumpkin Plan. Have you guys ever read the Pumpkin Plan? So little synopsis. Anytime you know you've, you have you ever seen those competitions where they grow massive pumpkins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if you think of your business in in the sense of a pumpkin patch, you want your pumpkin patch to produce the biggest badass pumpkin you could possibly right. grow right? right so in order to do that what they do is they they plant a bunch of different pumpkins first of all they you know they grab quality seeds you know that that have you know genetically been proven to, to grow larger pumpkins and then once they plant the seeds they quickly go through and they prune out everything that's not producing if this is a little pumpkin not growing very fast there's other ones let's take them off the vine let's take them yeah. off the vine let's clean it up that. And that's exactly what you guys are describing here. To produce that massive pumpkin yep. of a business that you're working on, you had to come in and start plucking everything off. Yeah, that pumpkin's cute. Yeah, that one's nice. Yeah, it's great to have an office. But if I can cut all this crap, 
yeah. and just focus my attention on growing my one beautiful, huge pumpkin, then I'll have a success. Totally. Right? And, and there's a social element to this as well that, you know, we don't talk about a lot, but like, I mean, I lost some friends because, because I had friends who were, um, you know, who had come to me and been like, Hey, can I, can I come do some numbers for you? And can you put me on a salary? My wife lost her job. And so, you know, me being really nice, I would say, you got it, you know, and before I knew it, they were working way more than they were supposed to. And so, I mean, I literally lost friends. Like, like, and I kept telling Nick, I'm like, that yeah, was very I, one-sided though, dude. Like, oh, dude, all let's be honest, let's be honest. Like, a friendship should work both ways. Oh, and if yeah, they're, oh, if they're, you know, pulling everything away from you because you're super oh, nice, I mean, that's not a very good friend yeah, in the yeah. first place. Totally. I mean, that's that's and, a leech, bro. Yeah, and I know, I know. And, and, and I had a lot of leeches. And I think that Nick, you know, that was probably his frustration with me was like, I needed to like grow a pair and, and, and pop the leeches off, right? And, and so that was really hard is, is we lost a couple equity partners and, and I, we, we had like a full personnel turnaround, but I can tell you now it was one of the best decisions we ever made, but it, it was painful like socially to do that to somebody else. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, no, and they have all the excuses on why they shouldn't be cut off. And those are painful phone calls, man, but, but it, it, it's worth it in the end. And there's probably entrepreneurs listening who have, they know there's a leech and, you know, I'm just saying, find the strength to cut it off because it's, right. it's one of the best. If not, it will ruin their lives and your life. At least it's not going to ruin their life to be kicked out. But if the business fails, it's going to screw everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's better to, to to cut those losses and make sure that the vine is feeding that pumpkin, right? right. Than to, to feed everybody and everybody's like a tiny morsel. Besides, I mean, you got to understand even, even, you know, for anybody who's hiring employees, anytime you bring somebody on board, whatever they're doing should generate about three times what you're paying them. Like if that is not, you know, if you're not, if you're bringing somebody on and all they're doing is costing, they're not uh, adding to your bottom line or saving your time, you know, yeah. your time's valuable too. So if that time's being saved, that's that's a different argument. But if it's not one doing one of those things, if they're not saving you time or making you money, they they're they're not part of the full on agenda. Most employees, unfortunately, are going to do the bare minimum to earn what they're getting paid. They're not going to go above and beyond. They do not care about the business like you care about the business because right. it's not their business. Totally, right? exactly. And that's a, that's a big thing. All right. So tell me a little bit about licensing lifestyle. So we, you kind of grazed it. You told, you know, you were talking a little bit about helping businesses, you know, license what it is they do. Give me a deep dive. Like what I, I'll give you an example and you can help, you know, show me what it would be like. I'm in the process of teaching people how to produce a professional looking podcast, you know, absolutely free. I'm going to teach you the whole coursing. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you and help you do the branding part on the back end. That's where the revenue generates. Mm. How would something like that fit what you guys are doing in the licensing lifestyle? Nick, go ahead. That's a, that's a trick one, man. It, it's kind of tricky. So licensing, it doesn't work for everything. You know what I mean? It works in service-based businesses. And usually there's a couple aspects that we always point on, uh, we touch on that I think are kind of critical elements. Uh, you know, so whenever we tell someone about licensing there's those there's two elements that i like to talk about in order for me to sell a licensing system to someone else i need them to do two things the first one is they need to understand they need to be an owner not an operator if i'm talking to an entrepreneur and i'm saying hey man how would you like to make 40 bucks an hour right the only way for them to break the mold of uh you know dollars per hour is if they can elevate their their uh you know their standard 
They hire a manager that does fulfillment. They hire a salesperson that does all of the sales. And now I'm unplugged from the system and I'm making 5,000 bucks an hour. I spent an hour a week. We did 5,000 bucks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so become an owner, not operator. That's a key piece that all entrepreneurs want. And so to be able to sell licensing easily, you need that as well as the Facebook ads ATM, right? So Tolman Media, where we kind of got our start with, um, you know, this whole licensing journey was basically where we, you know, we knew that we could spend $70 cost per acquisition to generate a $1,700 average order. Utah might be 1500 bucks for, you know, one of our packages. New York might be 2100 bucks. Our average is about 1700 right? So if I tell you and say, hey, spend 70 bucks to make 14, uh, uh, $1,700. All day. All day, right? Well, spend $70 a day. Now you got seven sales a week. Okay, do that math, right? So now it's just like, okay, it becomes very predictable. So every, you know, if you have a plumbing service or an electrical business or, you know, anything in the service industry, gutter cleaning, right? And you can prove that you can make money doing those two things. You can absolutely license your business and then you can go wide faster. The best part about licensing is, we we have 60 some odd partners. What is it, Brennan? 62, 65? 62. 62 partners, right? All I did is I said, okay, you come on board. There's a down payment, there's financing, you know, everything's flexible. Let's negotiate. We get them going. They open up Georgia. They get going North Carolina, South Carolina. And you bring on a partner who wants to own a territory. They're gonna go through your training that shows them how to copy your business just like a cookie cutter. And if they can copy you, you know, then they're going to have success. And that's, that's basically, honestly, that's what licensing lifestyle is all about is how can you create a licensing company to, you know, prove it out, duplicate it and start scaling your business. So I'll give an example of, of like a, like a, a great business that could be, that could be like licensable. Mm-hmm. Just throw that in there. So, so let's say you have a business where you, um, you know, I don't know. It's like painting, right? Like, let's say you have a local painting business. You've got five or six painting guys. You you are also a painting contractor, but you've got five or six assistants to help you. That's the perfect example because um, in licensing lifestyle, we teach you how to you know, run ads to, to generate business. You've probably generated business through referrals. Most businesses have. That's not super scalable, and it's not especially not scalable on a national level because you're not going to have national referrals. But you know, the first thing that we do in that course is we teach you how do you, you know, how do you actually create an ad and generate business? If you can generate business on top of your referrals and know $70 to make 2000, then can you replicate that over and over and over again? Well, all you have to do is sell the job and send it out and your painter does it and, and hopefully they do a good job and you might have to implement some training elements there. But once you have mastered, here are the five training videos I give a painter here is how I sell a job and here are the leads. Then you can take that. I call it the model home in the neighborhood. Your area works. You're making money. You can call another entrepreneur in Ohio and say, I want you to be my partner and expand this in Ohio. Buy a license to use my system. I'll turn your ads on. I'll train your salesperson. And, and here's the contractor training that the Ohio painting guys need to go through. And you're ready to make money. That is why when I went to your website, you're a ClickFunnels guy because you're easily creating the, the sales funnels to help uh, yeah. 
you know, push that in, in other directions and you can rebrand it wherever you need to. Totally. Exactly. Just duplicate it. And, and if you have a proven system, you just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And then when they start making money, what, to, you know, this is what happened to us in our journey. When the first five or six partners, it took us like three months to get five or six partners after they started making money. It took us another, what, two and a half months to sell the rest of the country. We sold another 50 some odd partners. And then we started going international, sold all of Canada, sold all of Australia, sold all of the UK. You know, now we're like, okay, now how do we sell photography packages in German and right. French, right? Now we can open up these other countries, right? And that's that's our next challenge that we're kind of going through. But um, when when people started making money, everyone came out of the woodworks and everyone was like, hey, I was talking at the dinner table and so-and-so heard about it. And now they're going to, you know, they're interested in buying a territory. And, and to this day, it's, it's kind of nice to know that, you know, and, and just kind of a step back, Brennan has been grinding at this and proving it out for seven years. And we know how to do this business. It's great to know that every single one of our partners is making money. Every That's single one. Of them. And it might yeah. not be weekly, but they're making money every single month. And uh, it's, it feels good, you know. So, so yeah. you guys crushed it in the photography, videography space as far as licensing that stuff. Are you working on other, um, like other service-based companies, or are you sticking to just that that space that you already knew? Yeah. So that's a great question. So um, the answer is yes. As we started a second one, we're like, wow, we learned how to build a licensing company where everybody makes money. Can we do it again? Can we do it faster? Obviously, told me it took me seven years to get to the point where, you know, I, I, we we could make a couple million dollars with it. Can we do it so much faster? So we started a business called Apex Service Pros, and that one's still in its infancy. There are a bunch of territories available, and what it is is it's anything that's home service based. And so Nick's got literally a catalog of proven ads of 50, 60 home based ads: concrete, painting, this sod. He yeah. He has uh, spent a ton of time testing which, you know, at images, offers, whatever, are going to generate leads. And so what we do in Apex is, you know, Utah, once again, was our grand zero area. We would run ads for made. We would book a couple jobs. We would learn how much does it cost to book a made job. And then, but there's also 50 more services. So anytime we learn of a new service that works, we can tack it into Apex. That's kind of the, that's the one that's going to go the distance, right? That's the one that like, because wedding photography, videography, once you sell out, you can pretty much only do wedding photography, videography. We, we might be able to add DJ or whatever in, but with Apex, there's so many home-based services and it doesn't matter if it's winter, summer, spring. So that's what we're working on right now. And that one, we were able to ramp that one up a lot faster because we've done it before. And so so now we are currently working on, you know, testing out all of the, improving out all of the different sales cycles for sod and for concrete and for painting so that our partners in that can, you know, we're kind of in this beta test mode. We've got a small pool of partners who are, each trying one or two, but you know, we're, we're about ready to explode and go national again on that one. You know, that, that whole contractor space is tough. They're, they're very old school, like getting them very. to, to, you know, use email and, you know, <laughs> you know, try to bid something without showing up and, and looking at that, all that stuff is, is tough on an old school contractor. They're still very much, totally. uh, you know, I mean, even all the way up to the whole cash base, right? I mean, yeah, they do deal in a lot of them don't even process credit cards. Like it's, it's done. You cut me a check or you give me cash and we'll continue to do this whole job. That, that's um, that works though. Yeah. It's perfect. It's because like, like that's what we realized, right? It's, just, it's what I realized in, in, in the photography game. 
contractors are not business people. Most of the time, there's there's two halves of a deal. There's the technical side. When you hire somebody to redo your driveway, there's the technical side of do they do a good job. But there's the business side of actually selling it to them, providing customer service, you know, dropping off a gift. And that's the side that they do not know how to do and they don't want to do. And so Mm -hmm. that's what like anybody that has a successful service-based business, you probably have nailed the business side. And then of course, contractors know how to do it. So that's why Apex works is is because, yeah, you're, you're right. It's a huge pain for like, you know, anybody who wants work done to deal with contractors. They're jerks a lot of the times. They're, they're these gruff guys and they're not very nice. And so we provide the business element to them. But that's exactly why it works. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, I've dealt with a lot of different contractors. Some are really, I mean, and, and here's the thing, like you said, a lot of them, when it comes to the skill of what they do, they're phenomenal. They do a yeah. great job at the work. But it's the other part. It's the part where, hey, I'm waiting for my bid. Like, what what happened? Like, I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> like, you know, uh, what happened to the order that I placed for my material? I haven't heard any. There's no follow-up. And it's not like they're not doing anything. They just, you're right. They don't have the follow-up skills. They don't have, you know, those other little pieces. And there's a lot of coaching that goes into that. So I'm assuming when you're talking your masterclass course that you guys have, it's, it's part of it is, yeah, let me show you how these ads work and, and what we're going to do for you to promote your, your business to help you generate more revenue. But the other side has got to be, this is how you run a business. And it's almost like when you were letting go of those employees, you kind of got to slap these guys in the face sometimes and be like, look, psh, that's not how we do things, right? You're doing this part really well. This part you suck at. Let's show you how to improve this section. Totally. Um, we we like to do that when it comes to like estimates, for example, like if a contractor shows up on time, he's clean cut, he's maybe wearing a polo, he's got he's got all his tools and he's just punctual. The, the first guy on the job typically wins the job, you know what I mean? So we do have like estimator trainings because it's just kind of like, you're right, it's just old school. Hey, I'll show up between two and five o'clock. It's like, okay, <laughs> 1990s calling, you know, so yeah, I mean that, and and so tell me a little bit of, about about the process when people come on board. So let's say you know I do have a service based business in in the home space. I want to get on board. What does that look like? Yeah. So so a couple of things. So there's the three phases, and we talk about this in the course, and, and most of it's for free. We just want people just to start doing it because I don't think people don't know that licensing is a viable option to grow their business. There's three phases in license licensing. The first phase is just proving out the model home, just like Brennan was talking about. And so going out and, you know, you know, grinding for 60, 90 days or years to make sure that you can make money, spend ads, make money, document your, your KPIs your key performing indicators to say, okay, I know what my cost per acquisition is. How much can I pay to, to buy a customer? Right. When you know some of those numbers, then they kind of move into the phase two, which is how can I document what my licensing company is now at this point, right? Um, Brennan loves to talk about portals. And, and, you know, for us, a portal is basically where we document all of our standard operating procedures. We're, we're talking manuals. Ooh, we're talking about shooting videos on, on how to do everyone's job, right? And for me, I hate that part. Brennan, he loves it, man. Yeah. He's a systems guy. That's why. He's a systems guy. And then, and then favorite, got one great. <laughs> yeah. And, and then for me, my favorite part is phase three. Phase three is great because now all you got to do is start selling expansion. Right. And it's just a matter of like, okay, I'm going to call, call up Brennan. Hey man, 
I need six grand down. Let's negotiate a deal. You're good to go. You got Toledo, right? And then Brendan goes through the portal. He goes through an onboarding, works with an onboarding director and makes sure he just follows the process. Yeah. And it's literally a stamp, a cookie cutter, of exactly what we've proved out in phase one. Let me ask you about phase one because um, yeah. it, it is going to take a capital investment to run ads and figure out what's working, what doesn't work in your particular area. So if, if somebody's coming on board, what kind of capital investment are they looking at to get started in a process like this? In, in my brain, that's that's the beauty of 2020, <clears throat> as terrible as 2020 is. But you know, <laughs> the beauty of it is that honestly, like, you know, even like roll it back 15 years ago, right? Pre, pre-digital ads. To start a business, a lot of people were like, like I, I heard even when I was in college, which is not that long ago, you got to mortgage your home because then you got to go get a billboard and you got to pay for flyers to go put on people's car and piss them off. And you got to do this. And like, it's all these, like, like you have to put tons of money before you ever know it's going to work. You don't get any data from a billboard. How are you supposed to know how many people looked at it, thought it was cool, went to your, you don't ever know. And that's the beauty of today is mm-hmm. at Facebook, you can literally pop right on. You can spend $5 a day and you're never going to waste that money. Set a $50 budget. And literally, you can probably generate leads. You don't even need a website now. Facebook will collect the leads for your service in Facebook. You don't even need to build a website. You can literally just turn on, put put in a picture, put in an offer, spend $50, $5 a day, 10 days. And you'll probably get three or four leads. You can call them and you can say, what's your budget for this type of service? Write down the three different people's budget. Base your pricing on the median and try to sell one or two. And even if you don't even know how to do it, like if you don't know how to paint, who cares? Go find somebody who does. You know you're going to get two grand for the job, right? Go find somebody who will do it for a thousand bucks and suddenly you have a business, right? And so the, the best part is like, even if you don't get leads or if you don't get sales, you have a wealth of information from Facebook. So it'll tell you how many impressions, how many clicks, how many people click but didn't fill it out. You can figure out like, you know, what's even the demographic? Are they clicking on Instagram? Are they clicking on Facebook? For 50 bucks, you can learn so much about about your audience which you could not have done 15 years ago 100 data and, rules data. yeah and people are just so scared to try you know what i mean that's the thing that bugs me the most is like hey man i i i, I here i am i just threw up a quick facebook ad and all of a sudden like i'm gonna throw up a sod ad at the start of spring hey i'm gonna come and i'm gonna install sod and i'm gonna give you 200 bucks off Right, I can fart, and all of a sudden my ads up, and then six six seconds later I have leads popping in. And guess what? When I when I did that for the first time, I was getting leads for eighty cents a lead. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is make phone calls, right? So I think I think people just get scared, and there is a technical component. Hire it out if you want to spend five hundred bucks and hire it out, or go to YouTube University and you know see what what people are posting Facebook ad. I mean. Two hours of digging. I promise you, you can turn on some ads live and A to Z have it have it running. And uh, the 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 whole point for me about entrepreneurship is this trial and error, this failing, mm-hmm. and just doing it and getting smacked in the face. It's okay if you waste fifty bucks. You spend it and you got ten leads and you never contacted them. I still learned something. You know what I mean? And and it's this line upon line, this step by step thing that we do as entrepreneurs that really gets us to that final end goal of success that someone else looks at and like, Oh, he's got the car. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, it, it was, it was failing a thousand times before that, you know? 
Well, you mentioned the university. I always call it the University of Google, but you can use the University of YouTube. They're very closely related, owned by the same person anyways. Tell me a little bit about what I'm going to find on the Hobo Entrepreneur. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Brendan's known me forever and, you know, I've always been the hobo. Like I'll show up when someone says, Hey, show up to a meeting and and, and dress nice and and show up in a, in a, you know, a dress suit or whatever. I'll show up in flip flops and, uh, you know, my underwear. So, um, (laughs) this, this idea of like the hobo entrepreneur, like, I just don't, I don't just give a crap and you know, Oh, you gotta, you, you gotta monetize your attaboy. You gotta monetize your YouTube channel. Forget all the rules. We love, we just want to do what we want to do. We love making money. We love telling people about it. We don't like if I could put the middle finger up to to the man, I will. And uh, so the YouTube the YouTube channel for us, it's fun. What do we enjoy doing? You know, right now we a, a quick story. We went, we flew down to Las Vegas. We bought a limo, sight unseen, and we we're like, hey, let's just buy a limo. And we, we spent this money. And now what we do is we just kind of drive around and we, we interview fun people. And it's just fun for us. You know what I mean? And so um, we're a little unconventional that way. And that's kind of what we do on our channel. You know what? Marketing is about exposure and grabbing attention. And that's what you guys are doing. You're you're literally doing that, whether you're you're creating ads and grabbing them, you know, grabbing information to come, you know, do a particular product or service. Or you're just having fun out there and doing some stuff right. that people are going to take a look at. Either way, eyeballs are on you guys, and that's the that's the whole part of marketing. You guys are marketers. That's what you do. And you're right. teaching other entrepreneurs that side of the business, which is, yo, get in front of people. Tell them what it is you do. Do it yep. in an efficient way, and you will see success. You will reach that level that you're looking for. Yeah. Guys, was- guys it's been fun, man. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you guys. You guys, have, you guys are a blast. Plus, we got a little bit of fun at the beginning. I didn't even have to play any of these, uh, any of these uh, clips. We got it done. So, Elliot Brown says, "Man, great topic. Oh, Data is key." Dude, I love that guy. Dude, he's awesome. My, he's my brother from another mother in the UK. There so, we go. Uh, yeah, check out his uh, his podcast, Essex Business Radio. Uh, he also he's got a he's got another podcast he's working on too. So, but anyways, guys, it's been uh, a blast. Any last minute stuff you guys want to share with us before we go? Any promos that you guys are working on? Uh, this is not a promo, but I would just say one of the most helpful things that I ever uh, did or read as an entrepreneur was recommended to me by Nick. It's it's a book by MJ DeMarco, and it's called The Millionaire Fast Lane, and that That's is great. the number one entrepreneurship bible that i've ever read and i highly highly recommend it that and uh when it comes to presenting i would go with russell brunson's expert secrets uh it's one of the best ones for uh creating some some ad copy and understanding the art behind uh paid ads and and running some funnels so you know you 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 go out and do ads they gotta land somewhere even if you do do the facebook one so uh you know that's that's my little outreach all right fellas Hey, thanks again for being on the show. Ladies and gents, tomorrow is going to be the last show of the week because Friday we're not going live. Friday uh, I am going to be uh, starting the Marvel Madness, Marvel Universe Madness. We're going to watch all 24 all right. movies over the next three days. So before, do nuts, right? That's crazy. Super crazy. You can and, stream that. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble oh, streaming that stuff. But yeah, that's right. You know what? And I got to give birthday shout out real quick. All 
right, so uh, birthday shout out, my aunt, Esther Dominguez. It's her birthday today, and I got to make sure I give the family shout out. She's one of my uh, one of my biggest influences. She got me into doing tax returns. She got me into doing real estate. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, fellas. Again, dude. You guys, you guys are a blast. You guys have a ton of energy. If anybody's looking to get any information, make sure you guys reach out. Uh, websites right here, scroll at the bottom, licensinglifestyle.net. Get your stuff squared away. Look, if you build a true business, the difference between being self-employed and a business, you build a true business, you will reach that level of financial success that you're looking for when money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. All yep. right, ladies and gents, see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. Peace. <laughs> Peace out. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.